Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations in our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Our first reading is from Acts chapter 10, verses 44 through 48. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. Our next reading is from the first letter of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. Our last reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 17. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be made in you, and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We continue our Easter series entitled Faith resurrected with our next message, I chose you. Every message in this series is going to be using a phrase from the gospel reading for that week. This week, we look at what it means to be chosen to be loved. We start today with our gospel reading. When we find Jesus addressing the disciples and he's talking to them about love, that joy may be made complete. And there's one phrase that stood out to me as I was reading this, and it was that when Jesus talks about the disciples, he says something that I think applies to all of us. 
You did not choose me, but I chose you. He's saying, I picked you. You're the one I've selected. Go out and bear fruit. Do good. And I chose you so that you could go and love. I found that interesting. On Mother's Day, I often reflect about the mothers in my life. The one who birthed me and those who have chosen me. I've been blessed by all of them in my life and I am eternally thankful for them. But I'm always reminded of something that I learned from my mom at an early age. And that was, for her, being a mom is about being a mom to everyone. And I see that idea in our readings for today. That Jesus talks about how he, he chooses the disciples. He chose. He chose to love them so they could go out and love, so they could go out and do good, so they could go out and help others. And we see it reflected in John's first letter, that we have been born of God, as it's sometimes stated, we are God's adopted children. We have been chosen to be loved, and we should love in return. And we see it again in our reading from Acts. And this time in a slightly different way. This time it's the Gentiles that received the Holy Spirit and the circumcised believers of Israel see this. And the point is made. If they've been chosen, who are we to hold them back? And the Gentiles become the adopted Israelites, so to speak. And a lot of this stirred up in me is recollection that really isn't that distant because my mother still does it now. But it's the way that she demonstrated love to me and my siblings as I was growing up. And so often that was by loving everyone that came to the house. She was a mom to all those kids coming over to the house as I grew up. And there were a lot of them. I still see her doing it today. That anybody that comes across her path is likely to end up seeing her as a mom. A parent who takes an interest in them, loves them, and helps them. Be it just friendly advice, listening, or there's a very good chance of this, researching your family tree for you. But my mother was one of the very first examples I had of going beyond the love that was expected. I expected my mom to love me. But it wasn't expected that she would show love to my friends. But they could show up on a summer afternoon and they were part of the family, listening to the stories that were read, being served refreshments at afternoon games. That even as a young adult... Anytime my mom was there, she was everybody's mom because she chose to love them. She chose them as Christ chose us, as the Holy Spirit chose the Gentiles. It made me think about that statement from John's letter, that everyone who loves the parent loves the child. 
And in my mother's case, that led to an awful lot of children being loved. And the world is a better place for it. I was thinking about this because of the way that we often think about the love that's expected versus the love we can give. There's a big difference between the two. When something's expected, we do it, and it's just sort of a reflex. Not that we don't love, but we don't give it a whole lot of thought. But when it's unexpected, it becomes something special, and it's because of that unexpectedness that sometimes it catches us off guard. But I often think about Christ's love in that way. Because as he said, he chose us to love, to guide, to lead, to help. Through him, we think of ourselves as God's children. Christ, our friend. When he calls upon his father, he always talks about him as our father. It was that reflection that made me really think about this idea of going beyond what's expected. And it raised the question, who do you choose to love? We all have people that we are expected to care for, to love, to care about. But who is it that we go out of our way to choose? As I reflected on this, I started to think that that's one of the key points that's made throughout Scripture. That we're not called just to do out of habit, but we're called to do so that we are intentional and how we love, and how we love others. And how we show that love to others in unexpected ways because we aren't simply responding to what's necessary. At least not by society's standards. We're going beyond choosing to love. We choose to care. We choose to step in to end injustice, even when that injustice is not against us. We speak up against oppression, even if that yoke is not upon our own shoulders. We speak up and feed those who are hungry, even if our belly is full. We go out and we clothe the naked, even when we are fully clothed. Not because we are always looking for people that are sharing in our suffering to alleviate it for ourselves and that they're a handy byproduct, but we look beyond ourselves where we can choose to do the right thing because it's the right thing, because we have the choice. And in that, we extend Christ's love for us, to everyone. That we go beyond the scope of looking out for ourselves and our own interests. And we step out and we look out for God's interests. Sometimes we are in those groups and sometimes we are not. Now, that's not to say that we don't love all. We do if we're doing it right. But there's a special call for reaching out to the least and the last, to those on the fringes of society, those who have been left behind. 
because they're the ones that need love the most. We choose to open our hearts and extend God's grace, often because we see grace has been so lacking. If we do this, we open ourselves up to a whole new experience. Because in that, we're not simply loving those who are already in, those who already belong. But we're going well beyond. We love those who, by all of society's standards, are outside of our responsibility to love. And it is in that, I think back to my mom, Over all these years, she has never stopped reaching out and loving. She has never stopped showing a greater amount of care than is expected. And that's always been an example for me of the way that we all need to love. Because when we look at what Christ tells us, it's not that we did something to earn love before we are loved. But we were loved and welcomed in before we knew what to do. We were chosen before we knew there was choosing to do. Sometimes the unexpected are loved. The circumcised believers didn't expect the Gentiles to receive the same Holy Spirit that they had. But they saw that God's love was there for them as well. And it opened up their minds and it broadened their horizons. It changed the way that they saw those outsiders. No longer as outsiders, but as children of God. And anyone who loves the parent, loves the child. Remember that. Remember that on this Mother's Day, that as we go out into the world, the love that we show is the love that we feel we are getting from God. That if we can spare little love, is that a reflection that you feel little love from Christ? If we're afraid to love others, is it because Christ was afraid to love us? No, Christ chose to love us, chose to give us a love that would conquer the world. Gave to us a spirit of truth that would show us that we are all God's beloved children. That our faith can overcome anything. Because we have a friend who would lay down his life for us. Someone who loved us even when we weren't sure how to love him. Even when we still aren't sure how to love him. His love is there for us. So let us show that love to others. Let us love with abandon. Let us show others that we love them as God loves them, wholly and completely. Not expecting anything in return, but loving to love. Because we can choose to love just as Christ chose to love us. That we may reflect the care, the patience, the grace, and most certainly the love that we are shown by the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.